0: This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please be sure to subscribe and share with friends and family. To help support this ministry, please visit walkwiththeking.org forward slash donate. Thank you for listening. All right. Thank you very much. And hello again, dear radio friends. How in the world are you? Yes, this is your friend Bob Cook, and I'm coming to you now from having talked with my Heavenly Father and asked Him for His touch upon the words that we speak from His Word. I treasure these times together with you in the Word of God. been asking God to fill my heart with His love and my mind with His truth and my voice with His love and compassion and power. And we'll just see what God will do as we look now at First Thessalonians 5.11. Where Paul says, wherefore comfort yourselves together and edify one another even as also ye do. We want to walk around in those concepts just for a little while as time serves us. Comfort. Interesting word. It's used all through the New Testament. Our Lord Jesus spoke of the Holy Spirit as uh, the comforter parakletas, from the verb parakaleo, which means variously to encourage, to beseech, 43 times it's translated beseech, to comfort, 23 times, desire, 8 times, exhort, 19 times, and pray, 6 times, among other uses of the word. Common word, important word, powerful word. So what he's actually saying is, encourage each other. Beseech each other in terms of moving toward the will of God. Comfort each other in terms of expressing God's love and compassion. Desire of each other that they may do God's will. Exhort each other to obey God. Interesting word, isn't it? Comfort. Now this is not an option. He said, God hath not appointed us to wrath but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus who died for us that whether we wake or sleep we should live together with him. The last time we got together we talked about that matter of being with Christ in life, in death, and in the afterlife of the eternal ages, the presence of the Lord Jesus real in our lives. So he says, because of that I want you to do something. Because, Jesus, because God appointed us to salvation, and Jesus died and rose again to secure that salvation for us because of the living hope that we have in our Lord Jesus and the certainty of his second coming and our being with him through all eternity because of all that, he says, you, you comfort yourselves together. Now, I want just to think about what it means then for a Christian to do some comforting, he says yourselves together. That means you got to be there. Your personal presence. Now, a letter or a card is good. A phone call is good, but your personal presence is better. Both of the people about whom I'm about to speak are now in the presence of our Lord Jesus, Wendell P. Lovelace. My good friend of many years ever since my student days at Moody Bible Institute back in the late 1920s was one of them. And uh, William Miller, William A. Miller, the chairman for many years of the Board of Trustees of the college, is the other. Bill Miller was chairman when they invited me to become president of the college in 1962. And I learned of something that had happened we were talking about Wendell Lovelace, and I mentioned the fact that he and I were close friends. and And uh, Bill Miller said, "Well, there's an interesting thing happened uh, with him." He said, "I also am his friend," <clears throat> and he said, "We heard Martha and I that uh, Wendell Lovelace had sustained a very severe auto accident." I remember myself the uh, the uh, shock. Of hearing that he had been to, so terribly in, injured in this, in this auto accident, and, and there was some question for a while as to whether or not he would even live, and Bill said, uh, "I thought, well, I'll, I'll just go see him." Now, Mr. Miller lived on Long Island, and Wendell Lovelace was in the hospital, I think, somewhere near uh, the Chicago area, so it meant an airplane trip, but he took it took time off his job as vice president of Long Island Lighting and went over and uh, stood then at the foot of the bed where Wendell Lovelace was lying. His eyes closed, but aware of some movement in the room, he opened his eyes and looked at Bill Miller, and he said, I knew you'd come. I knew you'd come. The comfort that there is in physical presence. Now, it's not always possible. I understand that. But would you give some thought to being there for somebody? I'll get around to what you say or do in just a moment. But this matter of your presence, that you care enough to be there. I went to see a boy... uh, while he was in the hospital, got to the hospital just after he had had his appendix removed, this was a boy who really had rebuffed me, never would give me the time of day, never gave any indication that that uh, he wanted any friendship on my part. And, you know, that's tough on me because I'm such a nice guy. <laughs> well, here comes the president of the college. I was then president of the college. And I went over to Phelps Hospital and went on up to his room. And he was lying there in some pain because he had just regained consciousness from having had this uh, operation. And I talked to him for a while. He seemed surprised to see me. And uh, then I laid my hand on his uh, forehead and prayed earnestly for him. Remember, preachers, your prayer doesn't have to be eternal to be immortal. Pray short, but lovingly and earnestly. And... uh, uh so I prayed briefly but with earnestness and compassion for him. And when I said amen he looked up at me he said gee doc you do care don't you? Well yes I do. I did and I do. Uh would you give some thought to this matter of just being there for somebody? Now you can't always do it. I know that. And you're busy and you have commitments. And I realize we're not we're not laying down any hard and fast rule, but just remember, there's an awful lot of comfort in just being there for somebody when his or her heart may be broken. It had an occasion when uh, there had been a, a a bad accident, and one of our students was badly injured and finally expired right at the hospital. I was there. uh, The family came, and uh, it was the doctor's sad duty to announce to us as we were there in the little waiting room that this precious gal had expired. And of course, it just broke their hearts, and there was a good deal of of, uh, almost hysteria in a moment. But I noticed that there had been a person who, who came along, Marge Lyons, who was our hospital our uh, our school nurse, I should say, and was also in charge of a large section of the women's dorm, and she was there, a trained counselor she was and is and uh, I, I just marveled at the quiet way in which her presence and, and the love she showed helped to quiet those aching, breaking hearts. I have to tell you, there is comfort in being there when somebody's heart is aching. You want to give some thought to that and sort of mark it down as as something you want to do when there's opportunity? Don't, well, I'll, I'll tell you some things that are important in this connection. Don't Talk. Listen. You don't have to say much. You don't have to say much. Just be there. Don't talk. Listen. Don't preach. Just show love. When people are hurting, they don't want sermons. They want somebody to love them. So don't preach. Don't try to moralize. Don't try to get some little spiritual lesson that you're going to put across i know that's the temptation of us preachers we feel more secure if we're if we're trying to put something across to people that's what our stock in trade is isn't it <laughs> i know but people aren't in a mood to be preached to when their hearts are breaking they just they want somebody to love them and to care and it's not only in times of sorrow i remember a uh, i remember a uh, an atheist, professed atheist, to whom I was speaking. And suddenly he burst out. He said, "I don't want this religious stuff." He said, "I don't want to be one of your blessed." I'm cleaning it up a little for your sake. Converts. I just want somebody to care about me. And there's the, there's the cry of of hurting hearts all across the world. Somebody asked Bob Pierce why he brought boatloads of rice to help feed refugees in South Korea after the Korean conflict. and He said, you have to deserve a hearing. You can't come to a starving person and just preach to him. You have to help him. You have to deserve a hearing. You have to show, in other words, that you care. Love, don't preach. And then encourage by positive reinforcement. Every person that you ever meet will have something that he does well. Encourage that. I may take a little looking. Some of us manage to hide our abilities pretty thoroughly, don't we? (laughs) But uh, you encourage people by positive reinforcement of what they already have going for them. It is uh, counterproductive to say, why don't you be like your brother? Why don't you do this or that like somebody else, you know? or to point out some place in which they're lacking. This doesn't work. All it does is to make me defensive, makes me set up some mental and emotional defenses against what I perceive to be an attack at that point. No, if you're going to encourage people, you encourage them by positive reinforcement. Find something that is going fairly well for them and encourage them in that. Something to think about there for you. Now, if you're going to make any suggestions, I learned this from Ben Weiss many years ago. Wise old bird that he was. uh, Principal of a large Los Angeles high school for many years. And uh, he taught me this. If you're going to make any suggestions, you make them by indirection. What would you think of this? What's your opinion of this? I've often told you the... uh, The most important words, five most important words, I am proud of you. The four most important words, what is your opinion? The three most important words, if you please. The two most important words, thank you. And the one most important word in motivation is the word you. Suggest by indirection. Oh, by the way, what do you think of this? Things taught as though we taught them not, and things remembered as things forgot. I'll come back to this the next time we get together. Father God, in Jesus' name, help us to be encouragers, I pray. Amen. Till I meet you once again by way of radio, walk with the King today and be a blessing.